This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke, and I am joined by Mike. Yo. What is up, Mike? How was your football Sunday? Uh, It was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, every football Sunday is good. You know what's better than football Sunday, though? Monday night football. (laughs) Football Monday, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yep, especially when it features a pretty good game. Yeah. A really good game. I'm super excited. I I, I think it may be a little bit... Uh, it won't be like last night. Like it's not going to be a shootout. Fireworks, I don't yeah. think because the defenses are pretty good. Agreed. So yep. I both O line or uh, both O lines are down guys. Uh, yep. So yep, I, it does strike me as more like a twenty one seventeen. Yeah. Game. Which you know it's still fun. I mean that's I, what the the last when Brady played the Rams in the Super Bowl wasn't oh, it yeah. like extreme. It was like that was the worst Super Bowl I ever watched. Now <laughs> I think about it because I, I think there's one touchdown. Yeah, I think so. And it's it was Gronk. like a run. Or was that no Gronk caught it to like one. the two. Okay. And then they ran it in or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it should be a good one. I'm looking forward to it. Yep, I'm super pumped. Uh, we were uh, fighting in the group chat over this. I, w- I wanted your opinion on this. W- AJ Brown or Terry McLaurin? Who, who do you, you think is a better me. player? I got a hedge. I got a hedge always. It's uh, <laughs> I know. because of course it's a great question. I mean, I mean they're both awesome. Yep. So, it, but it's you know. a, the always like the first time Terry gets a great quarterback. It's it'll be to the point where we won't even discuss it. It'll just be like they're both awesome. Yeah. As of now, it's easy, AJ. Uh, are we thinking though that Tannehill is a great quarterback? He's a good quarterback. Yeah, he's good. He's better than and Alex he's Smith. Leagues better than anything. Yeah. Scary's had. Uh, yeah. Like he's... I guess another. That's a good way to put it. Like theoretically, if um, Terry were with Tannehill, it'd probably be pretty similar. They just win in different ways. And yeah. They're, like physically, so different too. You know, like scary wins just totally different than AJ yeah wins. I guess. Yep. And That's my diplomatic answer. He, you know, Terry reminds me of uh, maybe like uh, he might have like an Allen Robinson career where he just never gets a good quarterback. It's when That'd you're be stuck sad. on Washington, man. That's the risk. But, I mean, Allen Robinson's still a top friggin' 12 receiver in the league. So it's, it's uh, you know, he still produces. But it's, it's you know, Terry will hopefully get one down the road. Maybe if he gets year. off Washington. <laughs> yeah, that too. You could always leave. I mean, it's I really am curious to see what Washington does at quarterback next year. I mean, it's wide open. Who knows? It can't be Alex Smith. It can't be, uh, what's his name, Kyle Dwayne Allen. Haskins. It can't be Dwayne Haskins. We were talking about Fitzmagic to Cincy. Yeah, Fitz he could go to the Washington. Oh, I mean, man. I mean, that'd be good for Terry, for though. Terry, yeah. <laughs> he would kill it, so I wouldn't mind that, actually. <laughs> That's uh, something to think Fitz about. Fitz is guess. always fun to watch. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the news and notes. This show will be a little bit probably shorter. I am going to the Bucks game, so I'm trying to get this out before. Uh, There's really just the the one big devastating news. Yeah, we'll we'll start with that. Uh, Joe Burrow out for the season, toward ACL, MCL, and everything inside of your knee. I think Every it's gone. Every damn thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it vanished. Uh, the report was 9 to 12 months. It could be, uh, you know, hopefully... It's not. Hopefully, he's ready for training camp. But they always like to give you the like. It feels yeah. It feels like best case is like. It feels like pup list next year, right? Like yeah. Put he'll miss the sick first six, and then they'll God. have to go from there. It's brutal. I mean, we're gonna do a little bit of the are you freaking? But are you freaking all Bengals players? Every single one. Their fantasy They're fantasy knocked down. I don't know. One of them. I think Tyler Boyd's okay. I, I think he'd say, be the one that'd be like. Okay. You can make an argument that the guys that 
are in the middle of the field, kind of closer to the line of scrimmage, running more like little gimmicky stuff like Boyd. Yeah. Maybe helps, but damn, dude, it goes from like sketchy. It's matchup based too. Like there's going to be games where if they're playing good defense, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but a Pittsburgh, you know, somewhere like that where Mm -hmm. I don't think they actually do have any of those tough ones left, but just saying there will be games where the defense is so difficult you just can't play any of them. Yep. And uh, that really sucks. That's what sucks. I think A.J. Green, you can leave him on the waivers. Yeah, uh, he AJ. had a good game, but yep. it's this is Ryan Finley. He looked horrible last year, unless he ends up being pretty good. The I don't thing know. is, they still haven't the, – the O-line, like, I feel like the, the troubles with the O-line are now going to be magnified, like, times a thousand. Yeah. Um, just because of how good Burrow was for a rookie at, like, getting out of pressure and – it sucks. It really, really, really sucks. Shades of Andrew Luck, you know? Yep. So, you know, I still like Boyd. Boyd played well last year even with mm-hmm. Finley. So. Yeah, it does feel like Higgins, who's a rookie and playing more yeah. outside, kind of higher dip, difficulty catches. It feels like he's going to struggle more. Yep. And you even brought up in the group chat earlier how, like, this, you know, they're going to be later round picks now, too. Uh, no one's going to really oh, want. Yeah. It all yeah. depends, I guess. If Fitz Magic's there, then it's not going to matter. People, It all depends who their quarterback is. We're riding is. with that one. Fitz Magic, yeah. baby, to Cincy. Make back, it happen. Back to Cincy, man. Let's go. Because um, that really would help a lot. But yeah. no matter what, they're. They're like T Higgins in the event that Burrow had stayed healthy would have been such a high, would have been a pretty high pick, yep. like fifth round pick. Yep, sure, probably, probably fifth, sixth, you know, yep. uh, would have been now it's like, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, I won't be taking the pick if it's Finley or, you know, right. I'm sure yeah. they get, they're going to get someone. They're going to have to get someone like, yeah. well, we'll talk about it more, I guess. Um, but yeah. All right. Uh, next news item is that Doug Peterson was actually surprised by talk of benching Wentz. <laughs> They're, you know, I can tell they're being very delicate with his confidence, with yeah. Wentz's confidence, because how could – I mean, that's he's put in like three consecutive brutal starts, like yeah. Baker Mayfield-level starts, uh, probably worse. I think we saw the stat earlier where even in clean pockets he's missing you know, targets. Yep, he threw so, that pick six. He got sacked while throwing that one, but still just so, – Like there is plenty of reasons, like yeah. plenty of things you can list, but – I mean, it is what it is. He's yep. struggling. You can't start him. You can basically only start on that offense. Uh, uh, Goddard, Miles Sanders, and Rager's a risky flex at this yep. point. Who well, I still like. Fulgham has well, that, completely gone away, too. That's what I was – he's part of the are you freaking. Are you freaking if you have Fulgham? I don't think you can play him. You can't. One no, catch not, yesterday? Not unless Wentz is, like, getting back up to it, you know? Yeah. Uh, he, he can barely support like, one guy, Goddard, you yep. know? I would uh I would shy away from playing Fulgham. I don't know about dropping him as of yet though. Yeah, same. I guess I'll stash just and hope that Wentz can get it together, but boy, it seems like I mean we've been waiting we've been saying this for five weeks in a row now. Yep. When's Wentz gonna get it going? So they play Seattle next week though. Yeah, That's no, the it's thing. such a good it's matchup. Like, oh, I have him as a streaming option on the waiver part of the show because like, it's like uh, he's still actually like getting twenty points. You know, it's, right? It's horrible how it looks, but um, it's the it's the mo- probably one of the most difficult questions people yeah. will face all season. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Tua got benched yesterday. That's right. So Fitzmagic comes in, he almost brings him back, but he didn't. It was weird because they said it wasn't injury related, but Tua took a hit that looked awful like and then he came out right after so two even talked after the game and i i heard him you know he he's such a nice guy like mm-hmm. it's almost like oh man he's just like you know i wasn't playing good you know we had a, we had to try to win this game and they thought fitz was the better guy i totally 
You know? If that's the reasoning, leave Fitz in. Like, yeah, this right? is absurd. This is crazy. Like, you, when they had the conversation three weeks ago, they were still in the mix. Like, they were perp, you know. They oh, they were, still are in the mix. Exactly. And so, what's what's going on here? Brian, Brian Flores uh, seems like a good coach, but this seems like a very weird situation to me. So, I guess the speculation, um, what I heard around, like, NFL Network and stuff, is that he knew in the back of his head that they played the Jets next week. And so, mm-hmm. if he can grab... Uh, a win here with Fitz and just put Tua back in because he's not going to lose the Jets, you know. Oh, <laughs> that God. it'll be a, it'll be all good type of deal, but I don't know. Yeah, that's not. I guess that's not really my Tua's, my style. But I would start Tua against the Jets next week, though. Like you know, he's a streaming option. Tr- yeah, if you don't trust him to do it against the Jets, then what are you doing? Yeah. You know, just leave Fitz Magic in because Fitz Magic's great. Fitz Magic came right in, drove him right down the field. I was watching a lot of that game. Um, and yeah, Fitz just instantly gave them life. Yep. Uh, was hitting Gasecki all of a sudden down the I field, know. and like Devonte Parker. I mean, um, Fitz Magic does objectively make them better. That's yeah. not that question. It's just when you have a rookie quarterback, you can find plenty of guys that are better options. Yeah. The point is, you got to develop them. Develop the quarterback, but we'll see. Yep. Uh, Anthony Ferkser out catches Jono Smith over the last five weeks. Yep. That's just. There's nothing you can do about it. I mean, if, maybe you could low end start Ferkser, I guess. Maybe it's it's annoying. It's not, but it's like Ferkser's stats are not good either. Yeah, John is so, no longer like you John don't is, have to start him. Right, exactly. And even um, last week he wasn't a smash start, but now you know maybe a Robert Tanyan if he's on your waivers, you yes, try agreed. him. Uh, he played well yesterday, but it's you know it's a tight end landscape. Tanyan could get you two next week. It's just how it goes. Yeah, Tanyan that hit, this week was his first good one in a while. But, yeah, um, exactly. So it's it's you know we say yeah pick up this guy, try this guy. Logan Thomas had two this week, mm-hmm. and he was good for two three weeks in a row. Tight end's brutal. Basically, if you score a touchdown, you're a top ten tight yep. end every week. If, if you can just find the end zone, exactly. <laughs> All right, the Lions didn't even reach the red zone in Week 11. Against Carolina D. That was one of the weirdest things. Matt, that was like bottoming out for Matt Patricia. It's it's time. Goodbye, Matt. Uh, Miko Hardman fell behind Brian Pringle in the pecking order. Very bizarre. I noticed that like halftime of that game that he had was not even on the field yeah, at all. Yeah, he did come off the COVID list Saturday, so... I mean, he didn't have much this practice. This is the story of his season. Like, yeah, he but he can't get yeah, on the field. You can't mm-hmm. roster him. No, nope. I drafted him in the ninth round in one league. I noticed, and I was like, "What am I doing?" Well, I mean, next year the hype will be back yep. up. You're gonna hear them, uh, but I'm not I don't taking know. him. <laughs> I know. I, I'm ugh. one of these years he'll pop. He is like a good talent. Yeah. But he just apparently is a total total liability in run blocking. Like mm-hmm. they just cannot block at all, and so. They're pretty specific about when they put him on the field, and they've got Demarcus Robinson and Pringle and all these, and Sammy Watkins coming back, and yep. it ain't happening for me, Cole, this year. Latavius Murray played 50% of the snaps with Kamara. He was coming. You know, he didn't practice Kamara twice this week. Kamara didn't have a catch. First time ever. Crazy. But it's It's got to be the injury. Thing. Yeah. Uh, but also Taysom, they you know it's it's a very common thing with mobile quarterbacks. They do not hit the running backs. Don, Deshaun Watson doesn't do it. Lamar doesn't do it. It's just... Um, you know, because they're they're gonna run it for right. it. You know, mm-hmm. they'll get the five yards instead of checking it down. So, but no designed screens, nothing like that. That's very bizarre to me. Yeah, I know. Not even to get him the ball type of deal. Mm-hmm. I imagine next week they they fix that and he gets a couple catches. Yeah, because I mean they were playing Atlanta, so they That'll probably figured Taysom. right. Yeah, they probably figured like we can keep Kamara kind of chilling a little bit this week. Yeah, and, yeah, exactly. 
Um, Miles Garrett is out for week twelve. He has COVID, so yeah. There's a couple a couple COVIDs popped up today. Yeah, Baltimore had a bunch come through, but they're still planning on playing that game on Thursday. Yep, but no J.K. Dobbins, no Mark or right Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram, and J.K. Dobbins on the COVID list and will be out this week. It is Gus Edwards time. Man, that sucks because Dobbins took it. This was yep. the week. He took it. It's all his balling from here on out, uh, and then he gets COVID. Perfect. Yep. All right. Um, but you got a taste this week of what next year is going to be like. Yep. I'm getting Dobbins in every league I can next yep. year. <laughs> Dobbins will be nice next year. Too soon to know if Nick Foles or Trubisky will start. Mm-hmm. They play the Packers. Yep. Julio Jones, hamstring is going to be a game-time decision. Oof. Yes, I don't know if it's the same hammy, but he's... Odds are he's hurt this one at some point, too. Yeah, he fights through it, though. I imagine he plays. He's mm-hmm. he's tough, man. He's he's only missed one game in the last four years, I think, now, and that was this year. Yeah. So he's he's been fighting through it. Uh, Matt Rule and the Panthers are considering uh, Christian McCaffrey week to week, and they do not expect him to play this week, so going to have to wait another week. Mike Davis had a solid game. Yeah. The Cowboys cornerback Brown is expected to sit Thursday, whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> stinks. Lamike- Although he's a great bargain in Madden uh, fantasy <laughs> franchises. He's got like 94 speed. Wow. Madden, it doesn't matter anything but speed. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, Michael P. Ryan suffered an ankle sprain. We'll miss some time. Man, he was just I wish I could tell going. you that you could start Frank Gore because of that. <laughs> nope. Alas, nope. The Vikings had to move Adam Thielen to the reserve COVID list. Not sure if he has COVID, but he could have been near someone who did. Yeah, that was uh, another crappy timing because he's been on fire lately. Yep. Well, that will do it for the news and notes. We're going to play a little bit of Are You Freaking? That is a game where we suggest players and talk about if we are freaking out about them, if we should get rid of them, if we shouldn't start them anymore. Uh, Last week... You know, Jonathan Taylor was on that list. But now, I'm not freaking at all. 22 carries yesterday. How dumb is that? <laughs> we knew, like we said, we knew that it was in his control. Like, if he didn't screw up early in the game, then they're going to give it to him. And I don't get it. He got hot early, and they just continued to freaking pound it away. And next week, like you said, uh, he will get three carries yep. tonight. <laughs> yep. Do we know who they play next week, though? Um, We do not yet. We'll, we'll do that tomorrow. Okay, yeah. Because uh, I was going to say, it, it, we might... There might be some degree of where we could figure it out a little bit, yeah. just depending on how weak the other teams run defense is, basically. So, first one on the are you freaking list. Matt Ryan. Eight points yesterday. If he doesn't have Julio, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's the splits with and without Julio on the field are just, like, so dramatic. Like, yep. He averages 6.72 yards per throw without Julio on the field. That is bad. Yikes, dude. I yep. mean, and then on top of yet, like, they couldn't, they can't pass protect. Oh, at he all. had five yesterday. Sorry, I get mate. Matt Ryan had <laughs> five. Oof. Yeah, I mean, so we've seen kind of. He does of, have Vegas this weekend. Oh. God, that's such a good matchup. There's, it is. It is. So, like, if Julio plays, you can play Matt Ryan yeah, next week, I think. Uh, yeah. Um, however, Julio is going to be a game time decision. Yep. And so that's much easier said than done. It's a 1 p.m. game, so that's nice. That is good, yep. Um, keep an eye on it because uh, it really is cut and dry. No Julio. Matt Ryan is at least, like, back-end QB. Yep. I mean, most weeks. Uh, and Calvin's back healthy, but we've really seen, like, Calvin is good, 
But he's yeah. not Julio good. Like, yeah, yeah, he just does not do. He cannot do what Julio does. No, yeah, Res- at least. The, he's just a phys- Julio is physically something Calvin could never be. Yeah, and so it's just there's no making up for no Julio. All right, are you freaking about Lamar Jackson once again? Man, phenomenal matchup. Seventeen points. Uh, wow, it was really only 17 G's. I watched a lot of that game. Uh, um, ni- 19 and uh, 6.17 uh, and 4 points. So. Gotcha. Um, yeah, of course. You're freaking, you've been freaking since probably week five. You've been freaking probably. He had 17 points against Cincy in week five. Um, yeah, it ain't happening for Lamar this year. Yep. Because uh, Des Bryant, I believe, was one of their leading receivers yesterday. He has no chemistry with Hollywood. He ha- should have had Mark Andrews for a second touchdown yesterday yeah. or a third. I, he might have scored two, but he should have had him for another one that he missed him on. Um, the yeah. one thing about Lamar, his playoff schedule is so damn good, man. What are we it looking is, at? It's Dallas Week 13, Cleveland Week 14, Jacksonville Week 15, and the Giants Week 16, which isn't that good because they're – but still, yeah, I mean, that's – that is really, really good. <laughs> um, it's it's going to be tough to sit. The thing him. is, when you have Lamar on your team, I want to sit. It's him this very week, unlikely you have another one that you feel. I mean, if yeah. you have like a, there's a lot of teams that had like picked up Justin Herbert off waivers. Maybe like the Lamar owner, that would have been a good move, you know. Um, so if you have someone like that, then you're pivoting away from Lamar, like just almost regardless of matchup. Yep. But if you don't, you drafted Lamar. You don't got a better option. That schedule's definitely makes you feel nice especially and i feel better about their offense in general now that they've finally got in the picture and put jk dobbins out there as the unquestioned number one running back i think mark ingram had two rushes yesterday so like they the offense in general should trend a little bit up because of that um but how could you not be freaking last guy are you freaking about jarvis landry one rush for three yards, two targets, two catches, 23 yards. That is, in three straight weeks, four points, six points, nine points. I think he's you so could, banged uh, up. He's, yeah. got, he's been dealing with two injuries. I think it's a hip injury and then, like, some other leg injury or maybe ribs. It's going to be tough to sit him against Jacksonville this week. Ooh, yeah, it is. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're freaking. I mean, the injuries, the quarterback is bad. The target share, like, they're just not throwing a lot. They've got Nick Chubb back now, so yep. they're going to be running even more. Nick Chubb, by the way, fucking love Nick Chubb so much. He Dude, is. he was playing yesterday like a 1970s running back. He was wearing no gloves, <laughs> nothing on <laughs> his arms. It. He looked like he was in the 70s oh just my God. throwing guys off. He is my favorite running back to watch right now. I love him. Well, yeah. besides Dalvin, but, yeah. He's awesome. He's awesome. Uh, and then, and as that relates to Landry, yeah, you're freaking because there's just too many other ways for them to move the ball. And Landry's banged up. I think Higgins had a somewhat decent game yesterday. Yeah, I haven't seen Higgins' stats. I only saw that Jarvis plays. really struggled. Yep, and like you said, it's been three weeks now. Yeah, and so and all that time Odell's been out as well. I mean, this could be a good game though. If I mean, slap- I think he's a flex this week, but I wouldn't like feel great. I'd just be nervous. It depends to if see, uh, is that Henderson out for the year uh, with the Jags? I think he's on IR. Okay, so, so if weeks. he doesn't play, they're really they have no one to cover anyone. Yep. Period. Like, so yeah, you could probably get away with flexing them. Yep. All right, that'll do it for Are You Freaking? Now it's time for the waiver wire portion of the show. First up, we're going to start with the running backs. How can it not be Gus Gus Edwards? Yep. 
He only had three rushes yesterday for six yards, but it's he's they the only him. guy in the backfield now. Yep, and they really do like love him. Baltimore hates like this they, is they give him a ton of work. He's uh, going to get fifteen to twenty carries, I'd yep. imagine. On Thursday, yeah, Steelers a tough matchup, but they've been a little leaky. They've been giving up some runs, so I'm not really that worried about him. Uh, With him, you really don't have to overthink it that much. He is like the clear cut runner in the uh, run, the one of the run heaviest offenses. Yep, and it is a tough matchup, but with running backs, volume is king. Yep, he plays on Thanksgiving this Thursday, so I'm. You know, I also feel like offensive players on Thanksgiving usually feel uh, play better. That's just anecdotal in my, I, but I've always felt that way on Thanksgiving. Guys just play better. No, I know, and you and I always feel like like I have Lamar and he's playing uh-huh. the Steelers, and I want to start him because I think it's like right. it's like a big. Game, I have Hollywood, know? and I'm debating. <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, even ballsier. Donut. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um. All right, he's the first one at twenty eight percent. Oh, next up. Uh, Mike, this is one of your guys from the off season. You loved him coming I can in. Feel it You're about to plunge it in. Just James do it. White Ugh. dropped well, him a week ago. Now he's four, valuable. Forty percent owned. He's yeah. He had five rushes for nineteen yards, nine targets for six catches for sixty-four yards. This is the third time this year where he's been, had nine. Like, well, at least second with nine targets, and then he had another where he was yep. two games where he's their leading receiver. Um, Rex Burkhead probably out for season. That's yep. really it. They put, uh, yeah, he's towards ACL, so he's out. He was not for some reason on the news and notes portion, but he is out. He's out. James White now dead at one hundred percent passing down back. There ain't there's no one left. They yep. don't give it to Damian uh, Damian Harris in the passing game. Nope. James White is gonna get you at least a floor of like ten points. Probably yep. it doesn't uh, offer you much ceiling, but I mean, yeah, he's, he's gonna be useful. He's gonna go for a couple bucks in our league for sure. Yep. Next up, J.K. Dobbins, 63% owned. Uh, yes. No one should have, like, we told everyone, do not cut this guy. I he caught is, him. I he caught was him. One, he was one thing from hap- from being a monster. Yep. I mean, just one, and all that was was John Harbaugh waking up in the morning and being like, wait a minute, Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram aren't doing shit. This guy is a monster. Yeah. We're going to give this guy the ball now. And now he's a monster. He's a locked and loaded like RB2 now. I mean, with more potential. So like I said on the show last week, I caught him 4K makers. Uh, the reasoning was that I believed that it was going to oh, take two right. injuries. Yeah. Cam, for... With Cam Akers, that had already happened. Yeah. With... So he's leading the backfield in right. carries. And I just, you know, you just never know. You wake up and Jonathan Taylor had 22 carries. And somehow uh, JK had 15 and led the backfield. So it's like. <laughs> Yeah, so what in that case, what we wanted to have happen with JK had we'd already seen happen with Cam. So like last week it became pretty clear, like yep. we're gonna start getting Cam Akers in the mix now. And yep. now a week later it's and Cam's that's how it goes with rookies. Tonight, well, but that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but um that's how it goes with rookies, and that's yeah. the danger in drafting them a lot, is that especially this year without preseason, mm-hmm. like we've had to wait for a lot of these guys. Pittman hasn't broken out until yep. now. I mean, a lot of these guys, um, absolutely. You know, I'm, uh, you know, if you're JK, you know, it's going to be a stash now cause he's not going to play this week. Right. But uh, he is really worth it. I think going all in, if you got whatever fab you got left, dump it on him. I feel like, yeah. Cause I think he gets Dallas next week. So if he's available. Yeah. That same soft schedule. We listed yeah. for Lamar, man, that means JK is going to eat. So that's a nice little, uh, added bonus and i dropped him in a 10 team league for Taysom. oh okay and on espn because you were able to play Taysom Hill in your tight end spot as a quarterback yes, god and i missed out on that i was so, so it was worth the free win to me because i, I mean i have oh. ceh drake uh 
and I think like Nick Chubb or something. So I was like straight at running back. Oh yeah, and you got Taysom Hill now. Who's yeah, clear like that. No looking back in terms of his starting role. Yeah. I don't think he's going to do as well when he's not playing the Falcons. Also, I'm a hater, but yeah. Whatever. Supposedly <laughs> on uh, ESPN, they're going to switch it this oh, week to they? only allow him to be quarterback. They That's good. They That's... haven't. Yeah, I mean it's such a loophole. That is such a loophole. But I took advantage of it. I don't know the kids that well, so. No, I mean, right I, ahead. I actually do know them pretty well, but in they, fantasy I got football, there are no rules. They were not happy. There are no rules other than what the platform, yep. you know. I, <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, and then one more running back. Uh, I suggest, or, you know, I'm not even suggesting. I think he's a decent stash If is uh, Tevin Coleman. He's oh, yeah. 18% owned. He's supposed to be coming back. Most are supposed to be coming back. It's just kind of a, a bench guy running back that you might have – you yeah. know, some wasted roster space that, you, like an Alshon Jeffrey, you could drop for Tevin Coleman or something. Definitely, especially if you're hurting at running back. It's yeah, like, Tevin needs like two things to break his way, but it, the path is does exist for him to be a baller. He's in Kyle Shannon's offense. Yep. That's it. <laughs> All right, moving on to wide receiver position. First one on the list is Michael Pittman again. Michael Pittman Jr. only forty four percent owned. He had three targets, three catches for 66 yards and a touchdown. The three targets are a little concerning. It's mm-hmm. low. They were playing the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, um, or no, they weren't playing. Who are they playing? The Packers. The Packers. But it's he's shown that he's one of these guys, and the way they use him is kind of similar to how, like, A.J. Brown's used, how they just hit him on these crosses yep. across the middle and let the athleticism do the rest of the work. And I think T.Y. led them in targets yesterday. Yeah. But, Pittman has just he's the young guy he seems to really be like ascending he probably had Jair a lot of the time on him too so maybe that was part of the game plan but definitely worth it and the Colts have a phenomenal schedule coming up that's why I'm so pumped about Jonathan Taylor yep Uh, I don't have it in front of me right now. and you like to see too that because there aren't going to be a lot of targets a lot of weeks with this Mm -hmm. team so you do like to see that he can make a lot of yeah not having many targets, I guess. S- several leagues I'm in, did, no one picked him up, and I just I didn't place a claim. I just picked him up the next day. I was like, man, you guys are just leaving this guy. I'll, t- I'll throw him on the bench. You know, another good week for him. So heck yeah. Uh, next guy is Sterling Shepard. Only forty five percent owned. Six targets, six receptions, forty seven yards before the bye week. That is nice. He's, he's on been, an ascending Giants team. <laughs> he's a consistent ten floor at yep. least. And then with the upside of touchdowns and stuff, he's a great player, Sterling Shepard. Yep. I'm actually uh, I'm starting him over Tyler Boyd going forward. I think. Yeah. I, mean, I don't don't think that's a bad idea it's at all. Not too exciting. But, um, yeah, their schedule coming up is nice, too. Um, the uh, Giants play Cincinnati, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland coming up. They play the Baltimore Ravens in the championship <laughs> round. But, yeah, yeah their next four are very, very nice for Shepard. Yep. Probably for the Giants' won't. offense in general, are the Giants going to do it? Are they going to win the division? I don't know who is. <laughs> Dallas might. Dallas <laughs> it's, might. It's a huge game on Wednesday <laughs> or Thursday. Um, okay, the last receiver I have listed as a waiver wire pickup. It really wasn't, honestly, a great week for waiver wire. Um, you know, if we didn't have Mark Ingram and J.K. going down. True that. It'd really be J.K., but he was already 63% owned, so he would have been the main priority. But a week where I'm okay not having any fab. Yeah, left. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, the last guy wide receiver position is Debo Samuel, 51% mm, owned. Yes. They're coming off a bye. He's supposed to be ready to go. And Shanahan loves using him in the offense. They yep. try to get him going. I think he's worth a stash. I don't know about starting him right away, but. Agreed. Definitely worth a stash. See, because uh, the quarterback situation, who knows. But yep. yeah, definitely. So 
Debo may be the uh, little guy to win you maybe a championship in the end. Just put him He's on your bench. He's an awesome player. He yeah. really is. He's like next year, once everything talented. gets smoothed out, like I'm going to love the whole Niners offense yep. next year. Especially Matt Ryan. Right? <laughs> exactly. They just have to get like – well, and they also have to not get screwed by injuries. They've gotten so, so, so killed by injuries Yeah, this, this year. they're like the Eagles this year. They're just ravaged. It's like, yep, can't even get it's going. It's been bad for them. Yep. All right, that'll do it for the wide receivers. Let's move to the tight end position. And there's two guys this week I got listed as waiver wire pickups. And the first one is Dalton Schultz, 21% owned. Mm -hmm. Six targets, four receptions, 25 yards, and a touchdown. You know, the touchdown's where it's at. Yep. So (laughs) that makes him tight end one. (laughs) Yep, that makes him a tight end one. And, yeah, he only had 25 yards, but six targets with Andy Dalton at quarterback. He's looking for him. Yep. I like it. I debated playing him last week, uh, but I was just a little, I didn't know what to expect from Andy. The offense in general, like if I were have had Cowboys players and fantasy, I know Minnesota's D is horrific, but the Cowboys just looked a little more competent yesterday. Yeah. Uh, like Andy was kind of hitting Amari Cooper more. Yeah. CD lamb played well. That Gallup's made me feel good sucks. about my Zeke. Sure. Still got Zeke his first hundred yard game of the season. Yep. Um, yeah, everything feels this week a little bit better uh without overreacting it feels better yep absolutely uh, which ne- includes Dalton schultz so yeah I, I think he's definitely worth picking up absolutely next up is jordan reed of the uh san francisco 49ers um 15 percent owned he had six targets five catches 62 yards before the bye folks in that game it's pretty good Folks, you 15%? have fifteen percent. Right? <laughs> yeah, my goodness, people. Yeah, you, scoop him. Yeah, and he there is no Kittle. Maybe he pushes back to get back at that towards the end. But with Reed, you're locked in as with a solid tight end. Like we talked about, I think last week or something. Reed's actually like a good player. Like he is a good tight end. Like, he's a good talent. Uh, he probably can't block for shit, but who cares? Yeah. Um, he's a very good pass catcher. Kyle Shanahan gets his guys wide open. I wish I had Jordan Reed. Yep. And that'll do it for tight ends. Now, the last part of the waiver show is the quarterbacks. Just some streaming options. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to feel too great about these guys. Uh, what do you think about Matt Stafford on Thanksgiving versus the Texans? He looked horrible on Sunday. Yeah, yeah 62% on. If I saw that Kenny Galladay were coming back, yeah. I, would, they, I would be interested. Yep. Um, the thumb, I mean, I don't – like we said before, like how can a quarterback play with a fractured thumb? Yep. I mean, he played. <laughs> he he did. did throw a touchdown. It uh-huh. was called back. It was a 50-yard, like, this cool little wide receiver flea flicker thing, and they scored it, but they called it back on this weak, weak holding call. So I mean, the Houston defense just gave up 360 yards passing to Cam Newton. They oh. gave up, granted, 50 of that came on a Hail Mary at the end uh, that Izzo caught. It was awesome. I started Cam Newton. Oh, I missed it that. Yeah. I didn't see it. It was like he caught it on, like, the five-yard line. Oh. Um, so 50 yards right there, but still, even without that, he had over 300. So Houston defense, you can start almost any quarterback against and ex- and get 20 points probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't hate Stafford this week, especially if Kenny G's back. Actually, you know what? I think it is dependent on Kenny G coming back, even against Houston. Yeah, uh, he needs Kenny. He really does. He was and playing the Panthers D yesterday with exactly, Tom Brady. They got shut out exactly, last weekend. Yeah. So watch to see if Kenny G comes back this week. All right, another uh guy that you could stream i'm not really too confident is uh daniel jones 28 percent owned he's playing the cincinnati Bengals. he's mm. been doing a little bit better of late if you're really looking for a deep dive he gives you rushing yep that's something <laughs> he runs and 
He's been playing a little bit letter, better of late with the turnovers and stuff. So I've got one more who's like a I, – I had to look at the stats, but who's been like really hot the last three weeks and has a good schedule coming up is uh, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Now, I know – Forgot about Kirk. Thielen is kind of tough because he just went on COVID. You can't start Kirk unless Thielen's playing. Yeah. Watch for that. But their, their games coming up, man, are Carolina, Jacksonville, the next two. Wow. Um, granted, they played Tampa after that. But, yeah. Um, still pretty good. Next two, streamer. Absolutely. And the last one is Jared Goff versus the 49ers next week, 65% mm-hmm. owned, just a streaming option. He didn't do great when he was a big streaming option last week. So He had, and yeah, he had 19 against San Fran last time. That's solid for streaming. I mean, yeah. you're looking when streaming – you want the ceiling, of course, but what you really want is a floor. Like, you just don't want to get totally screwed by these guys. Yep. And, I, yeah, I think Goff's decent for that. Well, that'll uh, that'll do it for our waiver wire show. We're having one more show tomorrow. It's going to be, you know, probably close to an hour and a half, two hours, start sits. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week, so we're just trying to get a big one out there before the holidays when all the family's in town. But... Uh, please uh, follow us on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And if you have any questions, please feel free to DM us on Instagram and we will answer them on the show for you. Everyone have a great Monday. See ya. Go Bucks. <laughs>